Hi, I'm Robert, one of your hosts. And I'm Naomi, one of your other hosts. And we are the Open Minds Podcast. And welcome to episode number one of the Open Minds Podcast. Whoa, episode number one? Yes, number one. It's been a long time coming, you know, a little behind the scenes. You know, we've been working at it for a while now. You know, and forgive us if we make mistakes, you know, we're in the process of getting better as, you know, you should, everyone should be. Um, today's episode is actually a very sensitive subject. You know, it's very personal. Very deep. Very deep, definitely. You know, it's, um, we titled it. We titled it Hurt People, Hurt People. And it's very informational as well, Robert. Yes, yes. We actually had a guest for this episode. We recorded this about a few weeks ago. Now, after production and everything, uh, cleaning up the, mis the mistakes, uh, we bring it to you. Hopefully, you enjoy it. It's helpful. Let us know what you think. And we'll be back after the episode so we can uh, recap and we can uh, share our information so you can contact us. And now we transition to the introduction or the beginning of the episode. Today our topic is Hurt People, Hurt People. And with us is my co-host, Robert. Hey, Naomi. How are you? Good, and you? Good, good. And um, not only are we here, we also have a special guest. Yes, we do. And go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Priscilla Miramontes. And that would be your sister. Yes, Priscilla is my little sister. She is two years younger than me. Cool. Okay. And, you know, today's topic is going to be hurt people, hurt people. Okay. Um, that's a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, a saying or something that we hear, you know, um, often. often, you know. So here's the problem. The problem is that everyone has a little hurt in them, you know? And I think it's human nature to sometimes, you know, hate. Yeah, Unfor I agree. Unfortunately. I agree with that because a lot of us, it's easier to hate, I feel. Just like it's easier. It's like a natural thing to do the wrong thing, even though you know the right thing. Yeah. A lot of people always, it's easier to do the wrong thing and it's easier to hate than to think about other things, I guess. What are some kind of a, like things that pe how how can people hurt others? Different ways that hurt people can hurt others is I would say their family, like they can hurt their family. No, no, no. Like for okay, so like I think I can hurt you with words. Oh yeah. What what are some other examples? I think jokes, jokes that can maybe be taken lightly, but I think jokes can hurt. Okay. Okay jokes being physical that hurts like people oh yeah yeah be, yeah yeah, being yeah. Very physical physically get, being attacked yeah yes definitely um you know I, I was listening to to this story where the 16 year old um neo-nazi kid you know skinhead he was just full of hate just full of hate like i was thinking just like wow 16 years old and he hated everyone that was not like him you know what i mean He thought anybody that was like, you know, uh, dark skin, either Hispanic or, or, or black, they were mentally incapable of like of doing things, 
you know, and, and at the time being, uh, or, or or when when they were interviewing this guy, you know, Obama was our president. You know, we had uh, African Americans in 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 the government in high positions. You know what I mean? And obviously, I mean, so many examples I could give. You know, of of, of people that are not just white. You know, in being in in really important places, right? But this kid just had, you know, you you try to tell him, but no, it was just not. And it's sad because you don't know where it comes from, too. You know, it can come from the family, the houses. You know, you're saying he's 16 years old, and it's sad because there's kids younger than that now with the same type of hate, the same type of, you know, way of thinking. And you ask yourself where they're learning that, and it's obviously coming from home. You hear certain phrases that they use, and you know that maybe they're too young to be using those phrases. So clearly they're learning it from somewhere else. Definitely. And that's what I think that's what what I was thinking, you know, if you realize that kid was only it's it, he, I mean at that time when he was 16 years old, right? So but 16 years ago he was just a little baby, you know, what like he was a clean piece of paper you could say. Who do you, you know? know the difference? Yes, exactly. And but some some somewhere along the his life, you know, his timeline something happened that he experienced that changed his behavior you know it could be whether his parents friends um but obviously one of those most likely but something happened you know what i mean environment even yeah where he's being raised what city even definitely also believe it or not a lot a lot of it also has to do with what our kids watch Nowadays, I think Nowadays, you're right. Nowadays, I think that affects a lot of things because you see people getting bullied in shows and like it's always shows about the jocks and like bullying the nerds and that like, you know, you see a lot of that. You see a lot of that all the time in TV and that's where people learn it. You know, the jocks are always the basketball players in shows and TVs and movies are always the jerks. And the ones that are smart are always the nerds and the ones that are being bullied. And kids see that. You guys aren't that far away. I mean, you, ha- you haven't been that much uh, removed from high school. Did you guys experience that or see that? I I think, I yeah, I did. I definitely did. Like jocks being bullies? But you know what? No, I, I don't think that's accurate anymore, at least not where I went to high school. Um, I don't think it's a specific group at this point. I think it's people. You know, I saw people who were jocks being bullied who were you know were popular being bullied i don't think it necessarily at this point is a certain group or oh you're a nerd oh you're a jock i think it's just oh you're a person and i'm gonna make fun of you i don't think it's a specific group anymore um i think nowadays you watch tv and you think oh you know it's gonna be the nerds automatically but sometimes the nerds can be the ones who are being the bullies you know but again does that come from they're tired of being the bullied that now they're going out and giving it a little back. I don't know. You never know. It could be that the nerd was tired of being bullied after well, uh, a long time. I I think, yeah, definitely. I mean, we see, we, we well, unfor- it's unfortunate, but we hear on the news, you know, when there's a school shooting or whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, and they go back on that guy's um, profile or whatever on Facebook or just go into his room and check it out check, yeah. check you know and yeah you could see a person was like a, a nerdy peep type of or like geeky or whatever you know 
and maybe he just got fed up and shot the place up or whatever, you know, and killed himself later or they shot him to death or whatever, you know, unfortunately, you know, that it's been happening a lot, you know, luckily it hasn't it has. happened this year at all. It, but last year there was a lot of sh uh, school shootings there was or, a lot. um, or so, violence in general last yeah, year, I yeah. feel like, you know, regardless, I mean, school shootings, yeah, definitely was big, but violence in general was very high last year, I feel. Um, another story that I was, um, that I saw was this, um, young boy. He was 10 years old in Kentucky, I believe it was, it was last week. It was a Saturday, according to the, to the news report. It was a Saturday. His dad went to, um, choir practice. His mom went to the grocery stores or store. And I think he was left alone for like, uh, 30 minutes or so. He was 10 years old. So, you know, he was, I think, old enough to stay home. I'm not sure if that's yeah. okay or not, but, I mean, he was 10. Anyways, here's the news. A 10-year-old boy um, who killed himself was a victim of bullying. Officials and loved ones said Wednesday. So his name was Seven Bridges, a fifth grader who had to wear a colostomy bag due to a birth defect was found by his mother hanging in his closet Saturday. CP, uh, CPR was uh, given to him to revive him, but it was not successful. So he said, uh, "My, the mom said, my son took his life due to bullying. It has been probably ongoing for about seven months horribly. Um, he would have little things as he went through school, but nothing as bad as this year. Let's see what else. Um... It's it's sad, very sad, and especially nowadays. I mean, I have two little boys, a five, a four year old, and a seven year old, and we're. I'm always asking him, "Hey, is anybody saying something? Is anybody picking on you?" And you know, if I, I sometimes I know you're not supposed to um promote violence or whatever but hey if someone hits you you punch them back i mean you go and tell your teacher and if your teacher doesn't do anything about it you you know you defend yourself you know don't take crap from anybody i mean that's what i tell my boy i don't know if it's right or wrong but that's you know what i tell my boy um because it's scary you know i when i was in school i experienced bullying um like you said jokes well, I, I was overweight. I'm still am, but I wasn't that much overweight. I mean, yeah, I was bigger than other kids, you know, but not huge or, you yeah. know, I couldn't walk. You know, I could walk. I could run. I could keep up with everybody. You know what I mean? You were chubby. I was chubby. Yeah. And but, you know, I let it whatever that was in in, in elementary. Then in, in, when it got to junior high, I was uh, I think I was telling you, Naomi, the other day that uh -huh. uh, like in seventh grade i had moved to a different school new friends no i mean actually no friends you know because it was a new school and um there was this this black kid you know just uh, i mean no offense to any or not to you know get all racial or anything like, no but this kid he was black and he was bigger stronger and he had other friends with him and just every time i saw him man i tried to like go around or just you know go the other way because i didn't want to confront him you know um till one day just like i was drinking water and it, there was the, actually i had to go to the restroom and it 
coincidence that he happened to be like in the hallway as well. I was drinking water. He just pushed me out of the way. And, you know, that day I said, I had it, you know. And I, I told him, hey, man, what's what's your problem? What, what, what have I done to you? Because, I mean, I don't know you. You don't know me. And honestly, I mean, if he would have, like, reacted um, differently, like, he would have kicked my ass, you know what I yeah. mean? Because he was bigger and stronger and everything. And I was ready. I mean, I was going to, I mean, if it came down to throwing blows, I mean, I was going to defend myself the best way I could, you know. But I knew he was going to beat me up. I knew that for a fact. But. I think it like threw him off or something because he was like, nah, it's cool, man. And after that, he stopped. Yeah, we actually became friends after that. Good. So yeah, he, that's cool. he, I guess he saw. Uh, he to your ground. He, you know, I don't know what he saw in me. I mean, he like he was being just a bully, but he saw weakness in me. And once I stood up for myself, he like. You know, respected yeah, me. Yeah, but sadly, you know, not everybody has those seconds or, you know, that just the guts to do that. And sometimes it can go on forever, you know, before. Or even they just, again, like this 10-year-old boy, you know, they end it before they have the chance to grow the guts to, you know, stand up for themselves, which is sad. It is sad. It's very sad. Um, any of you girls have experienced any bullying? Yeah, I actually did. I had an eight-year experience with bullying. Eight years? Eight years. With the same person, too. Um, it was the third grade to up to eighth grade, yeah. Definitely. And it was it was pretty serious. It was um, like police was involved at points. Um, it wasn't, I think for the age I was, it wasn't like little kid bullying. Um, it got very serious. It got like life-threatening at points. Um, where I can definitely relate to sometimes being scared to the point where you feel like taking your own life is your last resort you know you can have millions of people around you saying that they're there for you but in reality you feel so alone at that moment because there's nobody actually there with you when it's happening which i think is the worst part so when did you realize that you were getting bullied um i think early on even so my bully was actually my only friend at, at that point um i moved in the middle of third grade to a new school um, I was desperate for a friend, and I remember, um, I remember the first person who became my friend um, was those type of friends that love to have control. Um, she was the type of friend who would tell me, you know, eat lunch in ten minutes, and if you're not done, you're not gonna be my friend. Um, she would tell me, you know, I don't have overweight friends, which I, I was a third grader, and honestly, I look back at pictures, I was not overweight at all. Um, I was a normal third grader. Um, but no, if I was overweight, she would make me run the track, um, to lose weight and be her friend, you know, until one day she was also the type of friend who would get mad at me on random days just to see me alone because she knew I, she was my only friend. And one day, um, somebody else came over and said they noticed me always alone. And if I wanted to start hanging out with them, it was that day that she made my hell, my life a living hell. Um, yeah, um, I think it was maybe two weeks after that that I noticed that it was going to be a while before I got out of that one and that I was being bullied. Um, she would chase me home. I lived down the street from my school. It was maybe a five-minute run, a 10-minute walk, but I would run home because I was being chased at times by more than one person. It's not a 10-minute walk. 
five minute walk yeah it's a 10 minute walk if i walk at my pace it's a 10 minute walk <laughs> if i run at my pace it's a five minute run are you crawling <laughs> you do not get there in five minutes we're gonna time her one day one day you guys should time each other we still live at that same house so we'll see so so it's that's interesting i mean it's sad but interesting that you know at, at such an early age um so how old were you how old were you guys at that time well, she was in third grade like nine ten no you were you were like eight benji's gonna be eight he's a first grader so nine nine ten okay let's say ten nine ten we'll say nine yeah or 10. nine be, nine yeah because yeah, you normally start at nine and then yeah yeah, and I got older with the bullying, too. I I basically was bullied from third grade up to eighth grade, which was maybe when I hit, what, 13? Mm-hmm. Okay, so nine, ten-year-old bullying another nine, ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. How do you think it starts? I think it starts with family. You think so? I think it starts with within the home or within siblings, maybe being bullied by a cousin or a father or aunt uncle i mean some resentment feelings and taking it out on someone weaker looks vulnerable and just like prey basically i think jealousy can be a big one too i'm not trying to say you know oh she was jealous of me but i do think in a lot of situations even a a lifestyle you know can be something somebody wants and just Knowing that somebody else has that, it can just make you want to make them a little bit unhappy. That's that's a good one. Jealousy, you know, because um, we always think, it, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. It, it starts, you know, with the family or, you know, when when women or men get molested at, at a young age, you know, um, they're hurting those kids. But and then they become the sexual pre- predators, you know. And we always think that yeah, it's family. It all starts with family. But jealousy, yes, actually, that's a good point. You know, um, didn't think of that one to be honest. And but yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. You know, jealousy is definitely a good one. Also, confidence, like self com, like no confidence. How do you say that? Like sometimes they have low confidence, low self esteem. Yes, that that low self esteem. That that's a big one. Yeah, and, and I think these bullies, they they sense all that. You know, when you have low self-esteem. Yeah, because you never see somebody, honestly, with a strong character or a strong personality getting bullied. Why? Because you know that those people are going to stand their ground. It's usually the people who are quiet and timid and continue to let it day in, day out, like, go on. Because, to be honest, in my case, I was bigger than this person. I was stronger than this person. That's without a doubt. Um, she, totally yeah, everybody always told me, you know, just turn just hit her but i wasn't a violent person it got to a point where my family told me i don't care if you got into a fight if it was with her we would back you up all the way you know move like do it um but i couldn't because my heart was never to hurt somebody or to hit somebody and obviously i let it go on forever because that just wasn't who i was but clearly that made me an easy target do you think that you being bullied cause you to maybe bully others hurt um, people hurt people that's a good question so you, did you become a bully so that's a good question um i don't want to say i did but i think i did become a little bit more cold um how can i explain that 
I think out of protection for myself, once I finally got out of that situation, I made myself a promise to never let it happen again. And I think that made me a little bit hard. Um, I know I have heard from other people that I don't look like a friendly person or it's not, I don't look too approachable. I can come off as very firm, my tone of voice. But that I feel like comes from being bullied and wanting to protect myself from ever happening again because it did continue to happen with more situations in my life. So I don't think I became a bully because I continued to be bullied maybe just more of a minor situation up to maybe like three years ago, I can say. And that's kind of when I really just became this cold person where now I don't feel like it would ever happen to me again. But I don't know if that's because now I've become a bully. I don't want to say that because I don't think I have. I have just become a lot harder, a lot stronger. And I kind of have just like a wall now before somebody gets to know me or before I let people. I don't really let people in now. Which is, I don't know if that would make me a bully, but definitely changed me. No, I don't think it makes you a bully. I mean, a bully is someone that, you know, is hurting other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and honestly, then it didn't. Because I think that until this day, I see that and it makes my blood boil. Because I can relate so strongly to the situation that I think that if I ever was in a situation where I was there, I would say something. Um, That's funny you mentioned also that... uh. Or I think Naomi mentioned if it made you a bully. But to me, it actually made me a bully. It made you a bully? Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, um, once I, you know, okay, I was in eighth grade and I had more friends. They weren't a very good crowd that I was with. So it kind of gave me power. I felt strong, you know what I mean? In a way, like mentally, you know? So I picked on weaker people. You know, I saw their imperfections. So like like I think you said, um, jokes, you know, yeah. Yeah, made, 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 made fun of people, maybe not physically attack them. You know what I mean? Now hating them or, you know, but but the power of words, you but know? the power of words. I can definitely say that till this day, my biggest I got both physical and, you know, words and I can say the ones that have scarred me, you know, those physical ones at this point, I don't remember them. I don't feel the pain anymore. I don't have bruises or scars. But the words ones, I think they still haunt me to this very day. And I'm still working on getting over them. And we're talking about years at this point, almost a decade of when it started. So it's, you know. So it, it affects you psych- psychologically. Yeah, definitely. I sometimes look at the mirror and I can still... Even lively hear the words being said to me. And with mine, it was a very public thing. So it was said to me in public places where other definitely many, many people were around. And it was laughed at. So I was kind of like a center. It basically felt like a crowd was around me and people were all laughing at this one joke that was made that was maybe about, you know, my face or my weight or my skin color. Till this day, my skin color is something very hard for me to accept. Um... I stay out of the sun. It's one of my biggest phobias, but that is all coming from a third grade, you know, laugh or a third grade joke that wasn't so funny because it's still with me today. Mm, wow. So, I mean, I'm not a psychologist or a doctor or anything like that, yeah. but but I, I could definitely see that you have some, um, what is it called? P- PTSD? Post-traumatic? Yeah. yeah. Um, something. You know, I forgot the, the, exactly yeah. the exact words, but it's PTSD. That, you know, still haunt you is like, 
you know, soldiers that when they, they go to uh, war or whatever, you know, they can't come back and they have PTSD that haunts them. So, but in this case, you know, it's, you didn't go to war, but you had someone that was bullying you and it affected you mentally, you know? Um, Naomi. Yes. Have you experienced any bullying? I have. I've experienced a lot of type of bullying. Um, maybe not as harsh as my sister, but for me, teachers. And like saying bullying, I think for me, kind of like Robert, I became a bully, but also to myself, which is different because of teachers calling me stupid and telling me my future basically in a way that I'm not going to ever amount to anything in this world, that my speech impediment, like me not being able to talk, was going to affect my future. Um, I do that a lot to myself. When I look at the mirror, I I bully myself. And sometimes people have to stop me because I'll be like, oh, I'm stupid. It's okay. Like, I'm never going to do anything. I'm not going to go to college. And that's bullying myself. I put myself down. But also I put other people down because of friendships and stuff, of being bullied. I find myself also when I was younger bullying others because I was hurt bullying my friends um a big person I actually bullied was my own sister Priscilla (laughs) I bullied her for a little bit like as a sibling I took a lot of my anger at school because I didn't communicate it to my family being bullied by a teacher I mean your teacher you're not gonna say oh my teacher called me stupid in front of all the students you know but I went home and since my little sister she's younger than me I put a lot of my anger towards her a lot of my anger towards her and it also probably affected her, like how you said it comes from the family, because that made her weaker towards when she was being bullied at school. She didn't have strength. So that also, I feel like, caused a lot of ripples in her and affected her. So because I was bullied at school, I, bu- I hurt my sister, who got hurt more. Oh, wow. Man, I'm going to cry. I don't say that a lot, but yeah. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's, 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 the that's ripple, deep, guys. You know? That's exactly hurt people, hurt people. I got hurt. I hurt. And that's and real, you know, it's real. And I mean, that's not who I am anymore. I but don't it's, bully again, people. Not always the case. There are people who get hurt and use that for the better good. You know, there are people who, again, get sexually molested or violated and they go out and become police officers or private yeah. you know, investigators who specialize in those cases. Exactly. So it is always the case. It like, isn't always the case. It's like now but I'm it a can be. person. But it's good to know that it can go either way. Definitely. I think so. But when, well, when you're small, I, I mean, nowadays they're still bullying as adults. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yes. 100%. And again, they're still, again, jokes. People think that as an adult you can take a joke, but sometimes you know, never know that that joke may be his biggest insecurity, you know? Yeah. And you just pointed it out to maybe 10, 12, maybe even one other person or even just to him. But you pointed it out. So it, it's not always funny. I think that's the biggest trigger for me that people don't understand. Even like my closest friends, like my best friends, they do it a lot. Like they will comment on my texting because I can't text. I can't write. Sometimes I can't talk, but they'll like comment about it like, oh, you misspelled this. And like that, 
actually hurts me because that is my you should tell him hey i misspelled it but you understood yeah, well no i i do <laughs> i do Did you get what i meant that's a big thing that i've i've learned to pick myself up and like laugh about it and that's why maybe my friends don't get the clue because i try to make myself feel better like ah oh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm dumb i get it like it's funny blame it on my adhd you know but reality is lo- like jokes how priscilla's saying that are jokes to them it's a trigger and sometimes we don't realize that when we say jokes they could actually be triggering someone because of their past life like if i were to go to my sister when she's eating and a small little comment that i sometimes make is i will or when she's sad let's say she's sad i will go to her and be like hey are you depressed and she suffers with depression that's that's like why would you say that or Hey, why are you eating so many tacos? You already ate a lot. That's a comment that triggers her because she she deals with like fatation. <laughs> what was the taco one? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, insecurity, body insecurity because of your third grade thing. Like you are insecure about your body and not necessarily calling you fat, but that no, oh, yeah. In a way, it's a joke towards me, you know, like, ay, comises mucho. But to some people be like, oh, my God, she's calling me fat. You know what's something crazy that I can really just, like, point out is how crazy your mind, like, has, like, how much power your mind has. You know, um, one thing I was bullied about strongly was my weight. You know, I was called fat since I was in third grade. And it's crazy because I can remember being in third grade and thinking that I was fat. And thinking that all the way, maybe even until now, you know, just that I'm big, I'm big, I'm big. But I go back now at the age that I am now and I look at myself in pictures in third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, even freshman year. And I'm like, I was not fat. I at all. You know, I was if anything, I could eat more. (laughs) And it's crazy how I didn't enjoy that stage of my life. Or the way I was at then, which was, I would have loved, I would give anything to be there now. Um, But I didn't enjoy it because I was already so messed up in the head that I would look at myself in a mirror and I was already so fat. In my head, I would look at myself, nothing fit, nothing looked good. I would wear oversized clothes. I was wearing a large when I should have been a small. I'm a large now, so I don't know why I was wearing a large back then. Um, But it's crazy how in my head it was said to me to the point where I believed it where that became my memory and now where I look back at pictures I don't remember myself at that point I remember myself so much bigger at that age and I wasn't and it's it's crazy to me how my memories and even my mind was altered because of words and that is how powerful it could be that's actually one thing that I heard from a very um I believe he's a very uh popular Korean pastor or Chinese sorry if I get it wrong Asian, he is a, a preacher, and he talked about how words prophesize, basically. And even in the Bible, it says that a tongue is very powerful. We all know that. But it's just like if you, he made an example, you get a water, and if you tell that water you are dirty, you are ugly, you are mold, like you're gross, that water is not going to taste good because your word is strong. And if you go to the water and you speak, love you are sweet you're not bitter you are like flowers whatever that water will be sweet and to believe believe it or not i mean obviously we're all made of water 
we're all made and we when we tell each other you are beautiful you are amazing you are able to do anything people believe it you believe it if you tell someone you're ugly and you already even from birth like a baby even feels it i feel like a baby could be born feeling rejected already because they you feel it Definitely. crazy yeah and, and and one of the things that i was um when i was doing just research on this topic was that uh you know we see a baby right yeah and you know he could barely sit or whatever and if if um let's say between the couple they're fighting all those things they're learning Yes. You know, they can see it. They can see it. And they're just like little sponges can taking all that stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? They can even feel though, it. They can even feel the vibes. Even though they can't talk or any, they're learning all that stuff. There and there was um an example said that, okay, let's say you and your husband or, or the couple are fighting and, and a little girl, five, six, seven years old, sees the mom hitting the dad. The little girl is going to say, oh, it's okay for mommy to hit daddy. Mm -hmm. So when she grows up, She's going to be hitting her husband or her couple, whatever. Or even yes. the fact of thinking when, when, you know, a woman is pregnant, most of the time you speak to the baby. You play music. Why? Because, you know, it's already listening. It's already yes. hearing. So why would you change anything when it's born? Yeah. That's why I said I've heard, a, I've heard a story of somebody who they remember them being, re like, rejected as a child. And their whole life they felt rejected. And after a while they realized it's because they were an unwanted pregnancy. And it wasn't that after he was born, I mean, he was wanted and he was loved and appreciated. But as a child, he always felt like something was missing. And it's because in the whole 10 months that they're in the stomach, right? Nine. Nine? Nine? Oh, sorry. <laughs> the whole, you sorry, stayed on there an extra month. <laughs> I've never had a kid. <laughs> nine months of the pregnancy that he was born with that rejection and yeah, yeah, fe feel it like because if, imagine if you don't talk to your baby if you don't tell them you love them or even as a kid if you tell them stuff they're all listening they're looking at you even though they can't talk pretty sure they know they see your vibes i guess no definitely definitely all these talk all these uh examples that we have given from our personal experiences and you know the stories that i've told you about the the you know that i've read and listened to and all that you know they're all heartbreaking and they're all um you know something that thousands of people kids boys and girls adults women men experience daily right whether it's in school at home at work you know friends whatever everybody unfortunately you know it's hurting instead of loving and i think the the next thing we need to talk about is solutions um answers or advices that we can give yes like uh, you know full disclaimer we're not doctors we're not psychologists but what worked for us uh, what worked for us survivors oh, yeah we are <laughs> 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 I will survive. But, you know, but we can try to help. Maybe what we say can help you. Maybe. You know, and this is part one. Next week, we're going to come back with part two. And we're going to continue the um, the the topic. But this time, like I said, we're going to give you hopefully a solution 
or an advice that can help eventually help you and get out of that um, that place. If you're the bully, get help you get out of it. Or if you're being bullied, again, help you get out of it. If, you know. We also will provide hotlines and um, places you can call, but we'll give you more on that for the second. Definitely. Okay, so we'll see you guys next week. And if you have any questions, topics, um, anything you want to comment, maybe this, you know, this uh, topic has uh, you can relate and want to send us an email. Just give us your personal experience or advice or whatever. Send us an email at openmindspodcast at gmail.com. That's openminds with a Z podcast at gmail.com. And that's it for this week. Later, Naomi. Bye.